nightmare who knows <laughs> um, what is going on anymore i am your host marissa Cantor, and with me as always are sam chung and jermaine fletcher hello hello <laughs> i think they're trending down the songs yes i think they're getting yes. worse <laughs> well last i feel like this never mind i don't want to over explain i think i'm just gonna leave it no 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 this one deserves and demands an explanation okay so i was what i've been watching some horror kind of things last time i felt like my child voice could have gotten a little bit better and so i decided to go full creepy child voice this time and do like a little music box thing I don't know. How, how'd I do? <laughs> well, I couldn't hear any of the lyrics, so that's not <laughs> ideal. It sounds like, and I don't know how, and I don't know why, but it sounds like you're on the verge of a lawsuit because that song sounds weirdly familiar. Oh, interesting. And I don't know where I've heard that sound before. Okay. I was thinking Barney, like a like a like a creepy Barney. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll take that. <laughs> Jermaine, I don't know if we can be sued because we make no money. So, <laughs> what are they really going to sue us for? <laughs> the name, Sam. The name. Uh, yeah. I don't next, know. Next, next, next time. Next time. Next time. I'll go. I'll go a completely different direction next time. I was a little bit crunched for time as a. <laughs> As I always am, um, I realized maybe two days ago that I hadn't done that yet. I'll, I'll start thinking about the next one today, and we can go from there. I feel like like this should have been like summary, vacation, beat like July. Yeah, it should have been July. And this doesn't. That's no. I'm getting. Say. I'm getting a head start on Halloween. Every. I'm. I'm. I'm five <laughs> steps ahead of everybody. <laughs> The next one will be a Christmas song. <laughs> Christmas could have been Christmas in July. <laughs> well, actually, this is July. Um, we're doing this on July 1st. So really kicking off the month with our preview for the month of July. Yeah. And before we jump in, should we quickly debrief on June? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Man, what did I watch in June? Um, <laughs> Jermaine, I want to ask you first off. I think one of the first things that we watched in June was Fire Island. I feel like you had some thoughts about Fire Island last month, uh, and you were curious about how accurate to your experience it would be. And so I'm curious, like, is that Fire Island? Well, I cannot answer that question because June did not go the way I wanted June to go. Oh, no. And I have not seen Fire Island. <laughs> <laughs> I have no. not seen fire island as yet but from the like i said from the trailer i mm -hmm. could see the story that they were trying to tell and i've had that experience being in fire island not that complete experience because you know that's particularly about asian men um yeah. but i feel like they my gut tells me that they did it right but i, I i've not seen fire island yet my june lists of things that i've seen was not a lot i think i've seen two things on my june list maybe three before we get to there marissa what did you think about fire island i really enjoyed it sorry am i too close you're a little bit too close sorry you're coming in hot on the coming mic on. <laughs> <laughs> marissa I... really wanted the handheld mic today she liked it last time but going too hard going too hard today <laughs> um well no because i like I move around a lot, and it's always an editorial note. True. You do from, speak with your whole body. I do. <laughs> I really emote. Um, 
No, I really enjoyed Fire Island. I loved pretty much all of it. I want to see Joel Kim Booster in more things. And that wish was granted via loot. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) There he is. Love me a Pride and Prejudice retelling to begin with. And yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun too. But I, I think I told you I gave it like a seven out of ten. It was like fine. I, I, I don't know. That I, I don't know that I would watch it again. But well, it was nice. Well, like your thing is, you're just so like unreasonably harsh on rom coms. Like a rom com is what it is. Like it's tropey. It's going to be. You know what the ending is going to be. Yeah. But yeah. you just got to be like along for the ride and invested in the journey. So okay. like, did it reinvent the wheel? No. No. But did it like? <laughs> bring different you know people to the forefront and yes and that matters (laughs) okay jermaine what were the two things that you did watch i saw the boys i'm watching the boys boys too i i felt what's the hero gasm was a bit of a letdown um it wasn't that yeah i thought the first episode of the season was the most shocking thing i've seen in a long time (laughs) yes and let's just leave it at that let's leave it at that (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know. I, 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 it's, it's, it's okay. I saw the boys. I've seen Evil, and I watched the first episode of Becoming Elizabeth. Did not like that, so I'm gonna oh, no. just not move forward with that. Mm. And wasn't on my list, but I think it was on yours. I was watching Miss Marvel, and I'm enjoying Miss Marvel. And apparently, white Same. people are not watching Miss Marvel. Well, one white person is watching Miss Marvel. Good for you. <laughs> it was a big thing. They said that it is up in like black and brown and Asian mm-hmm. households, but like white households were not watching it. And I was like, I wonder why. <laughs> but I I enjoy it. It's it's weirdly fun. Yeah, I think it's really cute. I think that um, she is like the breakout star, the moment I'm looking forward to seeing what, why, why don't I have her name on the top, off the top of my head, but in like the future movies as well, Kamala Khan. Mm, Yeah. She's wonderful. I think that. Is that the plan? I don't know if we do. Is that the plan? She's going to be in the Marvels. She's going to be in the Marvels. Like like Oscar Isaac going to be in the Marvel or in the Marvel movie, like, are all these kind of like Marvel series on a collision course with the MCU? Yeah, well, it is the MCU, Sam. It's all well, the MCU. I guess, but with like the MCU, like film franchise. franchise. Yeah, so I think he, Kevin, what's his name? Kevin Fee. How do you say his last name? Uh, Feige. He recently, Feige, yeah. Feige yeah. not good with names. He recently said it soon. It will become obvious what the the big phase four payoff will be mm-hmm. and i think all of the the tv shows particularly with like the hawkeyes and the miss marvels are setting up like younger kids to come together for their own like young avengers in the future mm-hmm. um but i think they're all gonna collect she's in the marvels it's her my what's her name from wandavision monica rambo oh she's in she's in the marvels so it's her, Brie Larson, and what's her name? Iman. Iman Vellani. Yeah. Um, so they're in the Marvels. But speaking of WandaVision, going back to May, I watched Doctor Strange in the, Mad- in the Multiverse of Madness. Could have done without that. So. <laughs> Big so, mood. Yep. Big mood. Push forward. All right. I'll run through my June list. I watched Hustle. I thought it was fun. We're seeing Marcel the Shell tonight, actually. So no comments on that yet, but very excited for that. We watched Cha Cha Real Smooth. That was cute. It had a fun it had a couple fun moments, but it's another movie I don't think I need to see again. We watched Lightyear. Lightyear was pretty good. A bit of a convoluted premise. Um, but the robot cat was fun. Yeah. Socks <laughs> is the moment. Yeah. Looking through what else we watched here. Started players, that was fun. Oh, and we watched one episode of Baymax <laughs> about periods. Yeah, no, I, I saw that. I was like, nope. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> it was, I like Baymax. I think Baymax is fun. He's a fun character. Very under 
underappreciated Disney character. Yeah. So for me, um, the one thing that I started and finished that isn't, you know, airing weekly and we're watching currently is The Summer I Turned Pretty. Mm. Mixed feelings, um, but it did make me cry at the okay. end. So I guess I'm into it. <laughs> I guess I'll be back for season <laughs> two. <laughs> I was curious to see how they would update it because it just felt like such a dated premise, right? Like this idea that of the summer glow up and what makes her pretty is like she drops the glasses and gets her braces taken off. And now, she, now she's That's pretty. Now you're hot. And now all the boys <laughs> are fighting over her. Um, but Mind you, the plot of a lot of Disney Channel original movies. Oh, like, yeah. Lose the glasses, lose the braces. <laughs> you're hot. Well, yeah, the Princess Diaries, like Mia Thermopolis oh. invented that. Meg Cabot really started. Invented that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it hit. It was very emotionally manipulative in the way that it made me cry, which I won't spoil. But I don't know. It'll, it'll, it's coming back for season two. I'll be watching season two. I think that um, her name, Lola Tung, the, again, the lead actress who plays Belly, she's the breakout like, I think she's great, and I can't wait to see more from her. The love interest boys, though, the acting left a lot to be desired. <laughs> that was my main thing. I tried to watch First Kill, and wasn't for me, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, but I can appreciate it existing. Um, oh, and I also started Love, Victor, but I... I have not started it. I've seen a lot of mixed reviews off it on... Uh line <laughs> hated his choice and that's yeah <laughs> terrible we, choice we watched pretty much well, maybe half of the premiere yes i think so and i was like oh and... come on <laughs> but i'll finish I, it is it on is this is a stupid question but is the same version that is airing on hulu is that the same version airing on disney plus yes yeah they're just it's just on both now okay because i don't want to because you don't want to censored. I don't want to censored, yeah. and I'm I, I don't want to like go on Disney Plus. I'm like, well, that seems odd. Like something probably happens. I have to go to Hulu to see the yeah. uncensored version. No, I think it's just the same. And it's you know Disney Plus has their parental controls now or whatever. Okay. Um, but that's that's pretty much it for me as well in terms of June. But moving on to July, I mean, yeah, we're on to July. June is yesterday. July is kind of a movie month. July had, is a movie month. I had a lot, hard, a much more difficult time like sorting through and actually pulling out five movies than I did Wait, TV I think shows. you said that back. Wait, what? You had a harder time with TV shows. No, I had a harder time with movies because there were more movies to choose from. Like, oh, okay. Like I'm interested in a lot of the movies that are coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean- yeah, summer is usually a quieter time for TV. All the people are out vacationing, so, you know, <laughs> a little bit lighter. But the summer is always a big movie movie time. People are going to the movies, hanging out at the movies. Thank you for that. Do we all have the same number one movie? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> is it Thor Love and Thunder? <laughs> it is Thor ding, Love and ding, Thunder. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> I have been waiting for this movie for... Oh my gosh, I don't even know how, it feels like forever. It feels like a lifetime. I, I think when Thor first came out, I was down on it, but I think they've gotten better. Um, yes. As like the like the standalone Thor movies have gotten a lot better as they brought like Taika on board. Um, I think it really found like a, a fun tone. The first two, the first one was like, yeah. The second one was like really like, what is, what is? dark world I actually had a first date with my ex on that movie and i should have known that relationship was <laughs> if that was our first date thor dark world um but yeah he has brought a really fun like thor has a personality now they all have like yeah. personality like it's bright it's right like he's really turned that franchise around and i hope he sticks with it for like I agree, and more. like the the side characters are fun. Like who yes. did we even get in like the first Thor? It was like Hawkeye and I don't, Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> it's just like oh, what's her name was in it? I can't remember her. Oh, Kat um, Dennings. 
Kat Dennings was in the original Thor's. And yeah, she, she was. was. But not she enough was, of her. <laughs> not enough of her. But I was thinking, what's, what's her name? Jamie Alexander? Oh, yes. Um, she she did that NBC show called something where she was covered in all the tattoos. Yeah. I can't remember that. But I remember her because she was blind on a spot. show back in the blind spot. <laughs> she was on a show back in the day called Kyle XY, where she was like the yes. female version of Kyle XY. For sure. And she was in the first two Thor movies. And then she was in Loki, the TV series, when Loki was trapped in that, I don't know what he was trapped in, but he was living the same moment over and over. She came back for that. But yeah, the 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 B players are really good in this franchise now. Return of Natalie Portman. As Thor, which I'm curious to know how that happens. News from the past day, apparently Lena Headey, aka Cersei from Game of Thrones, was supposed to be in the movie, but then was cut out. Womp womp. And now her agency is suing her for not giving them uh, her cut of the movie. Fun times. Whoa. But unrelated to the larger picture, which is uh, very excited for Thor, Love, and Thunder. (laughs) In my opinion, and maybe this is just also being a YA author, I just think that the MCU hits best when it does feel like a coming of age story is happening. Like I really have been drawn to like the Spider-Man movies. I think Miss Marvel does that too. And the way that this movie is being set up, it also almost feels like even though, you know, he is a God. I was going to say, this feels more like a midlife crisis movie than a coming of age movie. No, but it feels like he's coming into (laughs) like, like that journey of like self-discovery is yeah but is not happening. as like a teen as like a as like a middle-aged well, man are we forgetting he was fat in avengers endgame and he's lost all that weight now for love and thunder yeah we love how they keep bringing up the the casual fat phobia in the mcu <laughs> it's like BK. i was like what <laughs> there's just some things we can't get past as a society and it's not going to stop you from seeing it. That Thor is one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, and also, apparently, you will get to see his naked ass in the movie, and it will not be blurred. Well, they don't usually blur movies, do they? But I don't know. They blurred it in the trailer, and everybody. I feel like, like they just cut you? away in the trailer. No, they blurred it, and he came out and said it will not be blurred in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is his truth. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's something to look forward to. <laughs> you heard it here. Some Hemsworth it, 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 butt will be seen. Yes. But it, it feels like they really, for like the last Ragnarok and this one, they really took a page out of like the Guardians of the Galaxy's playbook yeah. and made Thor fun. Because mm-hmm. Thor yes. wasn't fun before. Thor was very serious. It's true. When we did our MCU, well, rewatch for you, but first watch for me, um, all I knew going into it was Thor Ragnarok is everybody's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And so I remember watching Thor, like the first one with you and being like, what? <laughs> yeah. How? Why? And Pretty then much. we got there and then I got it and I'm on board. Let's go. What all else right. is on people's movie list? My second movie is going to be completely different tone. I think this movie is going to be a downer, but it does look good. It's called Don't Make Me Go, and it's being released on Amazon. Um, I believe it was at the Tribeca Film Festival. It stars John Cho as a single dad, and he learns that he has a terminal illness. And so he decides that he's going to take the summer to take his, like, I don't know how old his daughter is supposed to be, 12-ish, his 12-year-old daughter to go. That girl's older than 12. That girl's, like, in high school. I think she's in high school. I'm terrible at guessing young children's <laughs> yes. ages. No, I think she's 12. She's not 12. You think she's older than... Okay, yeah. whatever. Whatever. His, his, his daughter, who's not an adult yet, his child daughter, but teen, teen to, tween to teen <laughs> daughter, he, and they're going to go on a road trip to find uh, like her birth mother. Sam made me watch the trailer for it yesterday, and it made me cry. Like John the Cho, trailer made me cry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Tra- that sounds like the plot for My Girl 2. Does it? Yes, when she went to find her birth mother. Have you ever seen My Girl, Sam? Uh, I've the seen My Girl. My- I, don't think, I don't know that I've seen My Girl 2. I told my trainer. I have a personal trainer, y'all. Can't afford <laughs> her, but I have her. <laughs> that 
I, I have a list of movies that I will never see again because they're just too sad. And My Girl is one of them. And okay. I told her to like watch My Girl. It's like, it's so sad. And she watched it and she texted me and she's like, hmm, felt nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> you felt nothing? Like when he was dead in the casket and she like lost it because he was in his glasses. And he, she's like, he can't see. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but I digress. In My Girl 2, she goes on a journey to find her birth mother. Well, I mean, I guess it's similar, but obviously I feel like this centers more around, it's it centers more around the relationship between John Cho and his daughter as they go on this, as they have all these experiences together, I think like before he obviously dies or is supposed to die. That's so traumatic. That is traumatic. But I will watch it because I'm a big fan of John Cho. He recently wrote a book. He did. <laughs> And he was actually involved in the writing process, unlike <sighs> so many celebrities that write books. So respect. Respect to John Cho. And maybe because you're a writer, you might agree with this. But I will I'm not like a big reader. You know, I, I'm a TV watcher, but I will never buy a book where if it would say Sam Chung with and then somebody else. <laughs> because you know the person who comes after the with is the person who actually wrote the entire book. <laughs> I know a person who is the with. Like, I am very close friends with someone who is the with attached to a celebrity Are book. Are you about to name names? I can't name names. Um, <laughs> oh. That is not... I, I can tell but, you about text, it after text, we... Yeah, after the pot. Text it to me. Just after, yeah, tell me after. But like, Yeah, I cannot like, disclose this information. Um, yeah, we'll offline. We'll <laughs> offline that. But you are absolutely correct. The with I'm writes just, the whole book. <laughs> I was like... I know it just like rubs me the wrong way. Just like, no, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, so the producers of this movie are also the producers behind The Farewell and other sad movies. So I believe that they can do sad movies well. I still have not seen The Farewell and I'm still mad that you saw it without me. That was years ago. <laughs> Never let it go. Oh my god. All right. Uh, Marissa, what's a movie you have on your list? Um, the next movie on my list is one that I only recently became aware of, but really jumped up the ranks on my list. Mm. And it is the adaptation of Persuasion starring Dakota Johnson, Cosmo Jarvis and Henry Golding. Yes. Um, the trailer for that is so fun. It has this sort of like flea bag, like it, she keeps cutting and like breaking the fourth wall and talking to the camera. Um, I really like Dakota Johnson in Cha Cha Real Smooth. She is the moment. And I think that. I know John Oliver just put her on blast for being allergic to limes. Fun times. Fun times. <laughs> it just surprised me how fun they made that movie look. Also, apparently, this was a posthumously released book by Jane Austen, which I find funny because I was saying recently that if I die, you should posthumously release some of the terrible songs I've written. You know what? Okay, that sound that was a little dark. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good posthumous release. Yeah, my favorite fine. interview with Dakota Johnson is when she was on the Ellen DeGeneres. I knew show. You were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen's like, you didn't invite me to your birthday party. She goes, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited, and then apparently turned out Ellen didn't go to go to like a football game with. George W. Bush. <laughs> I'm like, what? The story just gets better and better. Oh my God. What a time to be alive. But when... yeah, I have that on my list too. I'm excited for that. I'll watch that with you. Nice. Jermaine, what do you have on what's another movie you have on your list? Nope. I have nope on my list too. Jordan Peele. No clue what the movie's about. <laughs> Kiki Palmer. Kiki, Kiki Palmer. Palmer. Steven Yeun. What's Daniel... his name? Daniel Kalula. Yep. I think there's an alien invasion, some sort of a UFO involved. There's a horse, and that's all I got. No clue what it is about. <laughs> um, I hope it's not similar. I have a theory that all of his movies exist in the same universe, and eventually he will that. tie them together. Um, I hope it's a little better than us, because I figured out us in the like first. <laughs> I know, you were so <laughs> I remember that. You were so I, I, annoyed. I was, <laughs> If people have not watched us, like that first opening thing of her getting lost in the fun house, then the next thing is like she's in the, the doctor's office and she can talk. She's like 
petrified. And I'm it looks like the first five minutes and I turn to my boyfriend and I go, That's not her. And I was just like and he goes, Did you just figure out the entire movie? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> it was like It was about the vibes. It's not about finding the <laughs> the twist. Us it's about the vibes. It's about the vibes. Hands up hands across America. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I'm excited to see Nope. I don't know what it's about, but we'll we'll get to it. We'll get there. We'll yeah. figure it out. You'll have to wait a couple weeks. Uh, I don't think. I think. Uh, uh, I think. Oh wait, Nope is also. Nope is also on the fifteenth. All these movies come out on the fifteenth, besides Thor. So Persuasion comes out on the fifteenth. Nope is out on the fifteenth. Don't make me go is out on the fifteenth. So yeah. many movies. It's been a rough two years. Got to get them out. <laughs> um, that'll be a fun summer movie, though. What's up next for you, Sam? All right, so we've got we've gone over four of the five movies on my list now. The only Whoa. the last movie on my list I have is Honor Society. That's on my list. Uh, that one's going to be released on Paramount Plus. It stars Andre Rice and uh, Gatton Matarazzo. And basically, uh, Andre Rice, a little on the nose. She plays a character whose name is Honor, but basically, she wants to get into Harvard and uh, willing to do whatever it takes. Um, she has a plan to take down her three competitors, but then, of course, one of those competitors is the aforementioned Gatton Matarazzo, who I've fallen down a wormhole recently of all of his musical performances. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it then becomes sort of like a rom-com. It looks fun. It's another movie. I think it's another movie where she breaks the fourth wall. July is all about breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is awesomeness behind that one? Oh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. It looks cute. And that one is at the end of the month. That one comes out on the 29th. On Paramount Plus? It also stars McLovin. I know that's not <laughs> as the guidance counselor. Isn't that wild that he's now old enough to be the guidance counselor? I remember when he was McLovin from high school. Actually, he'll always be McLovin from high school yeah. to me. <laughs> I feel like everybody from that movie <laughs> has moved on from that movie, but he's still so deeply associated with that movie. Yeah, he is just McLovin. Well, because Jonah Hill, McLovin. you know, really worked hard to rebrand himself. You know, he's a serious actor, but Christopher Mintz Plass is just McLovin. Cool. All right, and that's my list for movies. Um, Marissa, what else do you have? So sticking with the sort of like YA romance land, I as the, again, as the resident YA author on this podcast, it does feel like, my duty to always sort of highlight the upcoming adaptations. And this month we have Hello, Goodbye, and Everything in Between on Netflix, starring Jordan Fisher and Talia Ryder, who I believe is a newcomer. I don't know that I know her from anything else. It is um, a book by Jennifer E. Smith, and it is basically your... High school romance, they are seniors in high school. They just graduated and they have, they've been together all through high school, but they have a breakup pact that mm. like, we're just going to like break it off. We're not going to be sad about it. We're going to go off to college and like become our own people. This was a high school thing. It was fun. But then they spend like one last night together and realize, you know, maybe it's not that easy. Maybe you can't just like cut off your feelings Maybe this is going Ooh. to get complicated. Wow, so complicated. Yeah. Um, I think Jordan Fisher is adorable, and he'll probably be playing high school characters until he's 35. But I, I feel like he's aged out of that a little bit. He, uh, does, he no longer looks like a high school student to me. But I'm here for it. He's older than I am, and there's no way I can play a high school student. <laughs> he's like a year older than you, no? Yeah. Yeah, relax. <laughs> like, calm down. <laughs> But when you're playing a high school, every year matters when you're a teenager in high school. Uh, no, Sam, I can play a high school student. I'm 33 in August. Jermaine, there's no way. <laughs> you can maybe play like the upper end of like a senior. Sam, Sam don't do it. <laughs> Jermaine, there's no way. I still not, look None of warm... us can play high school students anymore. I, I can. No, you can't. 21. My off. face has not changed <laughs> since I was 13, Sam. I can play 17. Okay? First of all, this is how I know the age difference, Sam. Because, first of all, you are now the age I was when we met. Just FYI. Okay. That's wild. Back Time in, passes. Back, yeah. Exactly. 
Back in the day, Sam, there used to be a show called Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah. And all the men on that show were in their 30s. <laughs> yeah, and what that's not an argument. <laughs> no, and they did not look like high schoolers. <laughs> well, that was a part of the allure. <laughs> like, we knew Jason Priestley wasn't a high schooler. <laughs> uh, Jermaine, what, what other movies do you have for July? I have The Gray Man on Netflix. Uh, Ryan Stacked Gosling cast. Chris, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, A Gay Man's Wet Dream. Um <laughs> Reunited with the Russo brothers. <laughs> I can't tell. What is this movie about? It's some nonsense about like a CIA agent discovers like deep dark CIA secrets. And now he's like at the top of the kill list for the CIA. That's basically every government conspiracy movie we've ever seen. But with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Yes. it's You're in it mostly for the cast. I'm in it mostly for the cat and the Russo brothers. Like, you know, they've grown with me since their MCU days. And it's interesting to see Chris Evans work with them as not Captain America. Yeah, Chris Evans has been a busy guy. I know. He's like really redefining himself in, (laughs) no, like coming out of like the MCU is like just doing like a bunch of things now. And it's weird to see him as not Captain America. He said he, he said he'd, he would go back to do Captain America. It would have to be really special. But he actually wants to go back to do the Fantastic Four and do a variation of uh, whatever he, he was like the, the Human, Human Torch. Torch. Yeah, because he's like when he did that, like Marvel really that was like hadn't twenty years figured, ago. Yeah, he's like they really hadn't figured out how to do it yet, and it would just be great to like really go back to like make that character better. So that might be interesting if he comes as like a variation of like. The Human Torch. Have we completed everybody's list of movies? Or are there some more movies to talk about? I have one more movie. You have one more movie? I have one more too. Okay. My last movie is Not Okay, starring Zoe Deutsch and Dylan O'Brien. Okay. Um, the trailer starts off with a warning, unlikable female protagonist advisory. So I was <laughs> I was in I was in from the jump. And it's more of a teaser than a trailer, but what I got out of it is Zoe Deutsch plays this like vapid influencer mm-hmm. who like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looked like she sort of like photoshopped herself into like a terrorist attack that was happening it to did. like <laughs> garner was, sympathy from it her. Was, yeah, it looked like that was what was happening. Again, not a full trailer that I could find, um, but I'm along for the ride, whatever that may be. <laughs> Yeah, that that movie looked interesting for sure. Yeah. I will also check that out. Um, Jermaine, what was your last movie? Uh, Sharp Stick by Lena Dunham. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> okay. I, I'm one of the rare people who likes Lena Dunham. I liked Girls a lot for what it was because I accepted it for what it was and what it was meant to be. A lot of people had issues of di- lack of diversity on girls. And I'm like, Lena Dunham cannot write a black girl. And thank God, Lena Dunham did not try to write a black girl. <laughs> you know, but sh- like, I just feel like she does things that are just like weird and just quirky and just like True. irreverent. And I like that about her. And it's, I literally don't even know half the people in this movie, but it's just like something about a girl who has a hysterectomy his- 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 and then she like starts sleeping with her boss, and that's all I know about it. And I think if we're gonna like either Sundance or something, I'll be interested to see that. Uh, where can you watch that, Jermaine? It's in theaters. Let's move on to TV. Yeah, let's move on to TV. Um, I have some wild things in my list. Oh boy. <laughs> well, do you want to kick it off? Well, my first thing is not like that wild. It's my number two thing that's wild. Should I start there? Start wherever you would like. I'll just start at the top. At the top, I have Blackbird um, on Apple TV. Um, it stars Taron Egerton, who I'm a big fan of. Basically, he plays like this drug dealer who's sentenced to 10 years in prison, but he gets an offer. If he can get a conviction or get a um, confession out of a like known serial killer and find out where this serial killer has buried like nine bodies, then they'll cut down his sentence. And it's based, I guess, on a true story. Interesting. Yeah. That's 
quite a shift in tone for Taryn. It also stars the late uh, Ray Liotta. So RIP to Ray. I don't have much to say about that. That's okay. We can move. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll start with the returning shows that I have on my list. Okay. And at the top, unfortunately, because they just have such a hold on me. is Don't say it. I'm going to say it. Ugh. Season three of High School Musical, the musical, the series. I thought you were going to say The Bachelorettes. <laughs> oh, well, that is on my list, oh. but that's later. Oh, no. okay. Sorry. High School Musical, the musical, the series. Will Olivia Rodrigo take it seriously this time? No, she's <laughs> she's been downgraded to like a guest spot. Wait, are you serious? She's a guest star this season? Yeah, she's only... <laughs> she quit? I think she went to shoot for like two days and then went on tour. Oh my god! Yeah, they're they're writing her out. They're losing it. Um, but this one is set at summer camp. They're putting on Frozen. Corbin Blue is in it. Oh my god! Um, wait, wait, supposed wait, to be wait, the wait, Same wait. school year. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Back it up. How if it's High School Musical, the musical, the series? Is that the name of the show? Yes. How are they putting on Frozen at summer camp? So here's the thing. It's a Disney property. The premise of season one, I don't know if you, so clearly you did not watch this show. So season one, they do high school musical because these kids go to the high school where high school musical was filmed. Yes. So then they do high school musical. So you would think season two, high school musical two, best high school musical of the bunch. Nope. They do beauty and the beast. (laughs) Again. (laughs) <laughs> then why is the show called High School Musical, the series? High School Musical, the musical, the series. Because it established itself as that in season one, and then it went off the rails. <laughs> so wait, is the is the ex-boyfriend on it still? The one who cheated on Olivia Rodrigo and inspired Sour? I you will- just struck a nerve. <laughs> you, you don't know what you just, what Pandora's <laughs> box you just opened. <laughs> This is this is, is not. Oh, this took over my life. For yes. This, no, wait. No. This is how I found out about it because she told it to me, and then I went to go listen to the, the album. I don't know anything about this. She told this to me. So is that boy? Still, yes, he's wait, still. Yes, he, wait, he's so back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Isn't didn't he or is it somebody else on the show that came out as like gay or bisexual? Is it yeah, the same he's boy? queer. He's queer. Yes. So is if we he need still to offline this as well, we can. <laughs> so he's still on the show. He yes. is still on the show. Yes. Okay. Um, as a you know a series regular, he is still very much in it. She just pretends that she is not in it and never was in it. But they're putting on Frozen at summer camp. I will be watching it every week. Aren't they too old to be at summer camp? I mean, they're in high school. It's a it's a theater camp, you know. It's like Jermaine. Since season sorry. one, since season one has passed, it's been like three years. But That's not the, true. Well, oh, you mean in real time? In real time, in the show, this is still the same school. It's year. It's still the same school year. It's like there. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, 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 no. I buy into that. I buy into that because I used to watch a show called Degrassi, so I <laughs> buy into it being the same school year. But they all do look so much older now. <laughs> like, oh. Wait, you're saying the how old are they? Like 25? They can't play high schoolers anymore? I rest my case. No, they're all they're all on the younger end. I think he, he's like 21. Just, he's 21. Like <laughs> Sophia Wiley's like 18. Relax. Oh my god. Okay. Relax. But yes, I will be tuning in every week like the pile of trash that I am. And that is what I'm excited for. Uh Jermaine, what do you have? Fortunately, the top of my list. And as soon as I get off this podcast, I'm gonna start at Stranger Things. I don't love this season because I feel like they've kind of like fudged the mythology a little. And I'm annoyed that every episode is over an hour long. And to me, that makes the show not bingeable because I can't yeah. watch. They're all like, like movie length. Exactly. So like so apparently the last two is like one is like an hour and whatever and then the other one's like a two hour i'm like that's like that's not bingeable but i want to see it because somebody has to die and if somebody doesn't die i will be pissed off but you know it's 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 a throwaway but like i just need to see 
how this season ends and then two years will go by and we'll watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked the first half of this season. I thought it was fun. I thought that the fact that there was a new villain was fun and it wasn't just like the same villains that we've kind of seen before in the first three seasons. But I'll also be checking that out over the next couple days. You know what I am excited for in July? The Challenge USA. Oh, that's on my list too. Challenge USA on CBS. The Challenge is coming to CBS, Jermaine. CBS. That is not not on my list. (laughs) It's not on your list. I will watch the original Challenge. I will watch Challenge All-Stars. And I will watch Big Brother. I did not. I do not. The Challenge. The Challenge USA is going to feature stars from Big Brother and Survivor and The Amazing Race and the CBS version of Love Island. And the Challenge and T- TV features people <laughs> from Big Brother, Survivor, The Amazing okay, Race. I don't need to see Josh Martinez again. You know, like this is all new people who have never been on any challenges before. It's a completely new cast of characters. You still have TJ Lavin, still fun. TJ Lavin, who was roasting these people in the preseason <laughs> coverage hard. Hilarious. I, I'm down for the Challenge USA. I'll be there. I'm down for the Challenge All-Stars and the Challenge OG. I'll skip Big Brother and just watch the Challenge no, USA. No, no you'll, be watch, you'll be watching Big Brother no, because I will no. be watching Big Brother. <laughs> I, Get that out of here. It, Big Brother. I've been watching that show since 2000. No comments <laughs> on my age. It is the only show that I would go on TV to do. I would play Big Brother because I could win that show. I love that show. <laughs> I, would I watch wa- that show every I would year. watch Big Brother if you were on it, Jermaine. Send in that tape. Well, Make it yeah. happen. <laughs> Make that happen. I, I can't get the time off. <laughs> but You can't I, get just three months of your life <laughs> off? <laughs> no. Um, but I, 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 I love Big Brother. It just... It's a fascinating show to watch. If you're already watching Big Brother, you might as well just tune in to the Challenge USA right after. No, because I watch, I'm watch. i going to watch it the day after, commercial-free on Paramount+. Plus. But by then, the news is already old. <laughs> no. No, Big Brother is a show where you have to experience the gameplay. Even if you see a spoiler online, just like witnessing the gameplay and the backstabbing and just how... Uh, it turns out. Are you a live I feed was. person? No. I used to do that back in the day, but now not really because you can just like scroll scroll through Twitter to see what is happening. Mm-hmm. People literally pay money and rent airplanes and fly over the Big Brother <laughs> oh, house yeah. with a blow horn <laughs> to like give people a heads up like, don't trust this person. And then first like, get inside, get inside, get it. Like, people are in it. Not going to lie, when we first moved out to L.A., that was one of the first things Marissa said. She was like, should we go to the Big Brother studio and be wall yellers? Yes. <laughs> we were so yeah. close. Like, the Airbnb we stayed in last summer was in Sherman Oaks. We were, like, 10 minutes from the studio. Should we go yell advice to the people? <laughs> it's like, what? Yes. No. What a waste of time. Should we be the reason that the live feed's cut for four hours? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god wait is the big is big brother actually on your list Jermaine, or are we just talking about big brother now no we're just talking about big brother now oh, okay <laughs> all right so yeah the challenge usa i will be watching my other returning show is another staple in our rotation whenever it's back we just enjoy it so much and it is trying on apple tv mm, yes season three love that show it was a fun cute britcom Love yeah, it. So tender. It's so lovely. I relate to um, the main character so much. Like she is who I would be if I was just like. Jermaine, have you seen any of Trying? I have not seen any of Trying. Marissa, explain the premise of Trying. So the premise of Trying is about a young couple who are trying to have a baby and have fertility issues. So then the show is less about trying to conceive like it's not about fertility IVF it's about trying through the adoption process mm. and the ups and downs and it's it's also it's just like a really like quirky Britcom and it's lovely and then now we're into season three where they have finally they have kids 
who will be a more prominent part of the story mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, so now we get to kind of see them trying to be parents. Excited for that one to come back. That'll be fun. Um, and that show also makes you cry. But it's from like the tenderness of it. It's not like, <laughs> it's not sad. It's not traumatic. It's just, it's very sweet. Yeah. All right, Jermaine. What else do we have to look forward to in July? <laughs> Lifetime has a movie franchise based on a book. And now instead of doing another movie, they're doing a limited series. Uh, Flowers in the Attic. The oh, boy. <laughs> I, oh, boy. I forgot that that's happening. Sam, I don't know if you're familiar with Flowers in the Attic now. I'm unfamiliar with this. I feel like Marissa's explained this. uh, I was way too young to read that book when I read that book. (laughs) Let let me just start there. If I remember the book or the first movie, it's um, about the mom trying to get her inheritance from her dad and a part of the inheritance that, oh, she couldn't, as long as she didn't have children, she could get the inheritance. But the kids are a product of an incestuous relationship or marriage. So she hides the kids in the attic with the help of her mother, the grandmother, and basically to get the money, but like to try and also secretly kill the kids. And It's wild. <laughs> they were like, race and like the, the they would like one of the children died by way of arsenic poisoning because they were like slipping arsenic into the food into like the donuts and the donuts yeah. supposed to be like a treat because they would go for like weeks or months without getting food and you couldn't tell like who was the who's good or bad like is it the grandmother is it the mom it turns a lot what's the, the point mom. of slowly murdering the child like that if you're like, well the, the, oh it's the, awful the, the mom claims that she was trying to make them weak so she could sneak them out of the house without being noticed right but the mom like left the kids like they've been up there for a year and she's been out and about remarried and basically the grandmother kept them up there locked in the attic now, while that has happened, the brother and the sister also develop a sexual relationship in the attic. Like the pro, so because they're like, like going through puberty in the, in the incest, and wow. it's like it's yeah, incest on incest. Yes, it's incest on incest, and there's there there were like there are like six books about. There's like a there's yeah. like a book series of like six books. So wait, the this, kids go. We, so can we go back to the Lifetime series for a second? Is the Lifetime series like starting at the beginning, or is it picking up from the movies? No, no, no. The Lifetime series. So the Lifetime has already done a movie every single year about the books. And the final book was like the origin of the grandmother. Oh. And and so this is called Flowers in the Attic, the origin. So it's going to be about the grandmother and how she played a part in like her daughter get into an incestuous relationship. But yeah, it's like a whole thing. The books follow the kids as they grow up. They have children together. They hide their kid. They hide that they're like brother and sister. They kill the mom. Like, oh it's, my god! <laughs> and I read like, all of them. It's the the brothers become like enemies. They like sleep with with each other's wife. Like, <laughs> it's wild. It's so much. This does feel like kind of soap opera Germain. it does feel like yes right up your okay. alley so let me go so let me go into the next thing on my list then <laughs> sam days of our lives beyond salem season two okay on peacock yep it's also on my list because you know i love my soap operas i do and i love days of our lives i watch it every single day i've been watching it since i was like seven and season two we're bringing back a bunch of like blasts from the past like hope brady is back and Bob Brady's back, but Bobby's like dead and watching stuff from heaven, which is weird. <laughs> but um, don't know how that's going to work, but he's dead and he's in it and he's an angel. He was on Disney recently. He helped his daughter save her baby from the devil because the devil came back to possess Marlena. But then the devil's ultimate thing was the devil needed a baby because a baby's baby has no fight mm-hmm. to be good. So if you can possess a baby from birth, the devil could have a permanent fixture in our world. And then they kill the devil. Wow. <laughs> so the devil is dead. 
if anybody's inter- if anybody's asked you to double guide on Digital Lies, but okay. Beyond Salem season two, Peacock. I have a I have a different Peacock show on my list. Um, I have The Resort on my list from Peacock. It stars William Jackson Harper and Kristen Milioti, and basically, it seems kind of like a response to The White Lotus. Seems a little White oh. Lotusy, um, but essentially. William Jackson Harper and Kristen Milioti play this young couple. They kind of end up at this resort. Their marriage isn't really working, so they're trying to figure it out. And then they basically get pulled into kind of like an unresolved murder case that's kind of like a, I don't know, a 15-year-old cold case or something. They, like, find a shoe or something on the island um, and then just get pulled into this, like, story of these two missing teens from way back when. But I really enjoy... Kristen Milioti and everything that she's in. I believe this is also from the team that did Palm Springs. So, oh. so I'll, I'll be checking that out on Peacock. My next show, my first new show that I'm going to be talking about mm-hmm. is a limited series on a Netflix um, executive produced and starring Lana Condor called Boo Bitch. Okay. Yeah, in in this series, um, it's about a high school senior who, after years of playing it safe, decides to live an epic life only to wake up the next morning and find out she's now a ghost. And the trailer was just funny. I think Lana is so charming and so wonderful in everything she's in. It's like, was Moonshot the best movie? Technically, no, but like, was Lana great in it? Yes. And that's just how I feel about her. So I will follow her (laughs) wherever she goes. It just seems fun and lovely. And, you know, I need my ghost fix after um, we got robbed of more Julie and the Phantoms. So hopefully this will fill the ghost void mm-hmm. in my life. The ghost void. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, hopefully this will be better than First Kill for you. I'm fairly confident and will be. <laughs> okay. Jermaine, how, 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 much, how many more shows do we have on your list to go over? I have two. I have... Pretty Little Liars, the original sin, because I need something to create turmoil and... Is it a sequel or a prequel? I don't know, Sam. <laughs> okay. I think it's a I, I just, You think it's a prequel series? Uh, well, yeah, because it's the original sin and... Oh, okay, that makes sense, yeah. Pretty Little Liars, that show was such a shit show. Like, <laughs> people died on that show... And like die died and then were alive and it was just really like, but she's dead. We saw her die. We saw we literally saw her get murdered. And but they're alive. And so they've tried many spin-offs for pretty little pretty little liars, and none of them have ever worked. And but you're optimistic. I'm, I I'm not optimistic. I just need <laughs> something stupid to watch because the other option is going back to Riverdale. Because I saw a tweet about Riverdale this week that says Sabrina from the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is going to come to Riverdale to teach Cheryl and somebody else who are now witches how to resurrect Archie and Jughead from the, from 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 death. I feel like I'm somehow like, Riverdale comes up every month, and we're not even talking about Riverdale <laughs> at <we> all. <laughs> exactly, and I'm like. If I don't find something else to watch that is just stupid, on God, on everything there is, I'm going to catch up on Riverdale because this show is so bad. And I just need something. I just need that in my I just need that. I watch okay. too many serious things, and I just need something. And I hope this new Pretty Little Liars will be that. Yeah. So that's on HBO Max. And then the only other show I have, which is also on HBO Max, is Issa Rae's new show, Rap Shit. Like, I'm excited to see that. Um, I don't know how they got away with doing this, but it seems like it's just like a TV show about the rap group City Girls. But it's not about City Girls, but it's similar to the City Girls story because it's set in Miami and all of that. But I'm excited to see how that goes because it's her first project with HBO since Insecure. So Mm -hmm. that is on my list as well. I have been listening to one of the stars of that show, Aida Osmond on the podcast, keep it for years. Um, She recently, 
she was one of the co-hosts and she recently left due to like getting this role and sort of making her way in her in her acting career um so i'm really excited to see her i've always enjoyed her pop culture commentary and also just excited to see what Issa ray is up to oh the city girls are executive producers on the show huh oh. that makes sense now that makes more <laughs> sense now well there you hey. go does that make you feel better about it that makes me feel so much better about it because I'm like, how are they doing? That makes so much sense now. And then my like, only other list. show was The Bachelorettes. Of course it was. Okay. And I'm Why calling... are there two Bachelorettes? Why are there two Bachelorettes? Because Clayton did them both so dirty. They just... <laughs> but multiple women get done dirty every year and they don't have two. But they got done so <laughs> dirty. <laughs> oh, wait. Were they on the season where the guy had sex with all of them? That's Clayton, right? I've never yes. seen the show. I, I've seen and said the that, very... And said, I love you to all of them. And they all left him at the end. But then now he's back. He's together with one of them, the one that he loved the most. This is messy. This is like Joe Millionaire level messy. Yeah, it, it is messy. Um, I will say I'm a little salty that they didn't bring back Caitlin Bristow to host and that Jesse Palmer is now just like the perma host. Of the franchise. I think Caitlin got done dirty there. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'll watch it until I can't anymore. Like last season. I didn't even finish last season. Because Clayton was just so insufferable. But I liked I liked the women. So I will show up for them. The last two shows I have on my list are a pair of wild unscripted shows. <laughs> the first one is called, is a Netflix show. It's called How to Build a Sex Room, and it stars this wild uh, woman named Melanie Rose, who the New York Post calls the Mary Poppins of sex rooms. I don't know where she came from, but she's apparently this West End actress, but she's redone her career to become some sort of like interior designer, and now she just goes around to people's homes and like builds sex rooms. She hmm. asks them like what their fantasy is, and then... They work on it, and then, I don't know, it's like a kinky version of, like, a home renovation show where then they just build a sex room. (laughs) I don't know. It seems very strange, but also I'm fascinated. Some of these sex rooms are truly wild. Um, Like, there's this one I'm looking at that has a coffee table that's also a cage. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Um, Wow, so you, like, really dug deep for TV (laughs) Yeah, Sam. Sam, is there something you would like to tell us? Well, if you think that was digging deep, the other <laughs> the other unscripted show I have on my list is from Discovery Plus. It's called Conjuring Kesha. And so <laughs> if 2021 was all about us learning that Demi Lovato is into, you know, aliens, then 2022 is learning about how Kesha is secretly very interested in the supernatural So Kesha, it turns out, believes in ghosts. And so she is going to go around to some of the most haunted establishments and stay there overnight with her friends and try to find ghosts there. (laughs) Because that's what Kesha does now. She finds ghosts on her own Discovery Plus show, (laughs) Conjuring Kesha. What are we doing? (laughs) July is a strange month. I mean, I only, if I was picking like returning shows to, obviously what we do in the shadows would be here, but we're not. <laughs> so, you know, this is what we're doing. We're talking about new shows that are, that are here. Um, or at least that's what I'm doing here. And Conjuring Kesha. Is Conjuring Kesha, hold up, is Conjuring Kesha spelled with a K? Like the word Conjuring? Yeah. No, it's a C. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say either. Anyways. The, it doesn't make, and the, the name makes no sense because the name implies that she's that she dead is a ghost. And, and <laughs> yeah. she, exactly. No, it makes no sense. That's why I'm fascinated. Oh, Kesha. I feel this, Jermaine, this to me is pretty little liars to you. <laughs> <laughs> Something stupid you need to watch. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have a Discovery Plus subscription. I don't know anyone who I, does. I do not. Uh, we probably do. Just Former someone we know. Who, yes, yeah, someone we know who works there. Um, I do not. I do not have one. I, I 
I'm gonna say I don't feel the need to have one. I I don't feel the need to have, have one either. Yeah, I, I I have a lot of subscription services, maybe too much, and I plus cable. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't have one. Well, speaking of Jermaine, what what streaming service has the most to offer for July? I'm going to go with HBO Max. Okay. Not necessarily because of the shows that they have coming in July. I have two shows under that's coming in July. Uh, there's a bunch of movies now that are are available on HBO Max that I, because mm. <laughs> I, as you know, I'm not as I've said many times. I'm just not going to the movie theaters. And like last week, and I watch what's it called? Fantastic Beast: The Secret of Dumbledore. The Secrets of Dumbledore. He's a homosexual. Who knew? Um, <laughs> that was on HBO Max, and yeah, he was apparently in love with the um with the, Grindelwald. The, he's a wizard. Yeah, yeah, they were lovers. I was like, okay, who knew? And there's like a lot of sh- movies that are just there now that I need. Like the Batman is there. I haven't seen the Batman yet, uh, so I'm going to watch that. <laughs> it's not that it's bad. The Robert Pattinson one is bad. It's just so long. It's like three hours, I know, but like... Yeah, I don't know. No, but it's long and it's bad. And I said this as (laughs) someone going into it for Robert Pattinson. There are multiple instances where he should have died and just did not. (laughs) Well, he's Batman. Batman, it's a sort of Batman. He should have died. But so it's HBO Max just for two new shows that I want to watch. And just there's like a couple of movies that I see coming on that I might want to take time to see why are you making marissa's making a face at me why are you making a face i thought you were going to ask me what, yeah what, what my thoughts were well what are your thoughts why are you <laughs> <laughs> you're just like giving me a weird like smirk i don't know, I don't know. like you have a secret or something i don't have a secret <laughs> i just am shocked to say that I first think- of all the, the the theme song for pretty little liars it's about a secret. The secret yes can you keep it Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> well, remember, see, it gets you. It gets you in. Yeah, because okay. two can't keep a secret. Okay. If one of them is dead. But I am shocked to say that I think for me Netflix is at the top wow. of my of my list um, based on what's coming up. Really? Yeah, like Boo Bitch is Netflix. Persuasion. Hello, goodbye. A lot of my list. That's wild because this is actually the first month I didn't have Netflix in my top five. Whoa. Yeah. Wait. I was like, get out of here, Netflix. <laughs> Wait, what's your top five? Well, first off, I had Paramount Plus because if you have Paramount Plus, then you can obviously watch The Challenge USA. <laughs> oh, God. But you could also watch Big Brother if you had Paramount Plus. And then you could also I watch. And that's how you could watch the live feeds if you had Paramount Plus. If that's I do what have you so Paramount choose. Plus. Yeah, so. That's what I watch. That's where I watch The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Honor Society will be on Paramount+. Plus. I feel like it's a good month for Paramount+. Plus. And then it's Hulu, Peacock, Apple, Amazon for me. I had to throw Disney Plus in there for my HSM, TMTS fix. Oh, of course. Is Plus, that that important? Like, what else is happening on Disney+. Plus? That's, like, the only thing. I mean, Miss Marvel's still Disney happening. Uh, I then guess. Then we're going to get... Then we have like things coming up in August or that are going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, relax. We didn't even talk about Love Island on Peacock. Oh my God. <laughs> I keep like blacking out that that's happening. Hosted by Sarah Hyland. <laughs> Sarah, oh God. Yeah, that was the recent news. Yeah, she will be replacing Ariel Vandenberg as the host. Didn't they do like Love Island in a pandemic in like a Vegas hotel? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, fun times. Is there anything else to add, or can we wrap this up? We can probably wrap it up. Yeah, I don't know. I think, as you said, just broad strokes, big movie month, TV, Yeah, you know. It's happening. Just scroll through a little bit. It's there. <laughs> it's there. Yeah. So is that our July preview? Did I we do so. it? I think is we did it. Done? it. Yeah. Well, we did it. Jermaine, how many of these shows and movies do you think you'll actually watch this month? <laughs> Wait, uh, let's see. I'm definitely going to watch Flowers in the Attic. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I that cannot wait for you to report back on that. Will you, all, Marissa? Will you also be watching Flowers in the Attic? I have a book to finish writing. I don't. Have, <laughs> I can't deep dive into that dark world. Number one priority, <laughs> and I will probably find some time four hours to watch Stranger Things. Oh, and I'm gonna watch Days of Our Lives. I will. I think I'm gonna get to the TV stuff quicker than the movie stuff. Okay, so you I you think. you think you confidently you're confidently committing to at least four of the things we've mentioned today. I I think <laughs> I Thor: Love and Thunder will probably be watched in September when it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I pay for that. I need okay. to give you more money. But then you won't get the IMAX experience. That's fine. I get to watch it on my couch. Okay. Well, we'll debrief in a month. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, well, there you have it. That is the July preview with myself, Sam Chung, and Jermaine Fletcher. As always, you can follow us at Outfit Repeat Pod on Twitter. Are we re- rebranding one day? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who are we? I ask myself this question every month, <laughs> but we'll stick with it for now. Um, in the meantime, though, if you want to listen to any of our earlier stuff, our Lizzie McGuire coverage, etc., you can do that either at our website, www.paginatedmedia.com slash Outfit Repeaters, or on any platform where podcasts are available. Yeah. See you in August. Am I doing it? Am I... <laughs> Oh, the song. Shit. <laughs> There's too many shows and movies, and you don't know what to do. You're overwhelmed at the choices in front of you. Just take a deep breath and remember.